transforming, inspiring, and empowering you to become a brave heart. Many times we want to accomplish big things, but become so confused and lost on our purpose journey. Don't worry, come chill with me inside the launch and let's rise and become a brave heart. everyone welcome to the brave hearts podcast with your girl renice i am so excited to be launching this today this has been a dream in the making and this is what this show is all about brave hearts is all about all things transformation all things inspiration all things empowerment and most importantly encouraging you and guiding you to become a brave heart Now, over the last few weeks, the world has been placed on pause. And today, my guest and I, we are going to be talking much more about the dysfunction of the coronavirus. Melina Simon O'Neill is a business psychologist, entrepreneur, youth development worker, motivational speaker, certified wedding consultant, and event designer. In addition, she has been employed with the Ministry of Education as a guidance officer and the University of the West Indies Open Campus Tobago. She is also the co-owner, managing director and principal consultant at Emerald Designs and Event Services. And also, she owns and manages Couture Hats by Melina. Welcome, Melina. I'm so happy to have you as my very first guest on the show. Thank you. <laughs> Warm welcome, Renice. It's a pleasure to be part of this, and I hope that we, whatever we share and discuss here, would be of some benefit to your audience. Yes, yes, I do hope so. Now, before we dive into the questions, let me just ask you, how do you do it all? Because you, <laughs> you, you, you manages a lot. Yeah. Um, I remember a few years back, I came to your store, hat, we could your hat store. I was looking for a gift for someone. And mm-hmm. yes, and you know, your store is very, very, very elegantly designed, but how do you do it all? <laughs> Very good question. I, it's a question <laughs> I am asked all the time. Um, let me start off by saying it's it's not easy, and I have been given taught to shedding load and how I would make um, the mission that I am, you know, um, purposed with um, a little easier and less stressful. Right. But I think um, I get through. Um, because I have a very strong family support system and um, I am generally an organized person, but I think that it's the support of my family, my husband, my daughter, my mother, um, and my, my entire family. Everyone just, you know, lend support where uh, they can and it makes it easier. Um, my spiritual work with God and my background in psychology makes me... A better position. I don't, you know, I yes. probably better position to be self-aware 
and to manage the stress, um, apply the things that I teach to manage the stress and, you know, to um, avoid burnout when I feel the signs coming on. Yes, yes. Indeed, we need that extra spiritual support and even our family to just give us that in tips of encouragement whenever we, we feel a bit, you know, low on energy. Yep. Yes. yes. That spiritual side is so important. You know, I stay grounded in my faith and on the days that just like any normal person, when I feel it's too much and I'm overwhelmed and, you know, I question my sanity for taking on so much, I, you know, bruise my knee, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just rely on God for his support, uh, you know, and, and, and we take it one day at a time. And so far, life's journey has not always been easy, but it has been good. Indeed, indeed. Especially over the last few weeks, life's journey has been placed on pause, we can say. Because, mm-hmm. you know, so many people had plans. I had plans also to be to be for the Easter vacation and here am I home. <laughs> you know, so yes, life's journey has indeed taken a turn. So it, 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 it's, 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 and, and the thing about it, we are all affected. I don't know anyone who has been left untouched by this. That's and like it. you, we have um, really um, been thrown into really a period of uncertainty. And as you said, a lot of things have been put on pause. Like you, I, I had to travel this week. I looked forward to my husband's birthdays on Saturday. And um, his, he only has one ax every year. He wants to rest. <laughs> and so, you know, we had this lovely one week, you know, luxury vacation planned to Cancun. And, you know, have been planning it for some time. And, uh, you know, we, we just have to cancel. Yes. So, you know, there was SCA, people had plans to travel, yes. people had plans to get married. I mean, you know, some people had ac- academic goals that they were pursuing. And now we just have to pause. That's it. <laughs> so it, is a, it is a time of struggle. And some of us are coping well, and some of us are having a harder time than, than others. And so it's important that we recognize, first of all, the community. And we are all experiencing this. Yes. Right? And uh, while I don't have all the answers, I don't think anybody has the an- all of the answers. But we can certainly share with each other um, just strategies that we are using personally um, to cope and to navigate through these uncertain times. Yes. Can you share with me some of the strategies that you and your family, or you would, um, you would tell somebody, how do they, how can you cope well during around this time? You know, they, let's, take for inst- let's take for instance, the working woman or the working parents, you know, they're always on the go, getting up every morning, preparing breakfast and heading out of the door. Now when you get up in the morning, you prepare breakfast and where are you going? To watch TV, <laughs> to read a book. <laughs> yes. um, and, and, and those are valid points. Um, what we are seeing is a total uh, loss of stability and routine. Our normal routine has lost and we are now developing some new normal. 
um, you know, our we have to minimize contact with our loved ones. We, you know, we, we can't move as we would want to because we are only now allowed to go out um, for essential purposes to get food and medicine and back home. And so uh, the absence of a, a, a stable routine and, um, you know, and even financial stability has uh, been putting quite a strain on some of us, right? Um, the change in routine, especially your home with these children, those of us who are moms, your home with your child mm -hmm. or children, you're confined in the same space with your spouse for an <laughs> extended period. And as much as we love our spouses, it is not the norm. And so uh, that may bring its, its own stress, right? Yes. Um, and what, what I think is, is most critical to recognize is that our usual outlets um, that we would turn to to bring equilibrium has all, have also been removed. Yes. So we don't have access to retail therapy. We can't <laughs> even work online because, it, I mean, it just doesn't make sense because all the supply networks are clogged. That's so true. we love to shop. We would go out for a little drink or have a nice meal at a restaurant, um, connect and, 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 uh, with our girlfriends and have an informal line. And those things are just no longer available to us. And so what you find is a, a heightened sense of stress and, um, you know, um, frustration. And uh, it is important that we first recognize that we are in fact going through this. One, that we recognize that it is normal too. Right? Yes. Um, so it is okay to grieve because we have lost a lot. And um, I want to first say, don't be too hard on yourself because we are all experiencing it. And some of the things before I, I share the strategies, I would talk about what we may be experiencing because, you know, some of us may be walking around thinking that we real okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when in fact we are not. So let's look at some of those signs, you know. So um, for me, I will share my story. So okay. at the end of week two, my, my daughter and my husband had to engineer an intervention with me. And my daughter and my husband said, I have now become the, I'm suffering from, you know, a, some kind of shouting syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I am edgy. I am, you know, and I had to, because of our relationship, I was able to, you know, listen calmly right. and give some consideration to what they were saying. And recognize that, in fact, it was so. Irritability was quite high. As my husband said, the, sh the fuse was very short. <laughs> you know? Um, I was eating much more. Some people, so some people would increase irritability. Some people would um, not sleep as they would normally. You and I talked about that. Yes. You know? see some radical shifts in the sleep pattern, um, radical shifts in how we eat. Some of us eat more. Um, some of us eat less. Um, some of us, our digestive systems are connected to stress. 
So you will find that you have a lot of problems, even with simple things like uh, digestion, food, and your bowel movements. I mean, it gets that bad, right? Yes. Um, brain fog. So that is one of the things I am experiencing. I can't string two proper thoughts together. The, you know, <laughs> you, you, you're losing uh, focus and uh, you're not paying attention. And so if you are experiencing any of these or all of these, um, please know that you're normal. That's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. uh, it's just you reacting to, um, you know, two unmet psychological needs. One is the need for certainty and the other one is for safety and security. We are living in quite uncertain times. We don't know when this thing will end. We have no control over that. Right, and that generates a level of anxiety that we, uh, you know, um, may find it difficult to cope with. Right, yes. or sense of security, we don't know. I mean, we could wash our hands, we could do all that we have been advised to do, but the fact is, it just takes one encounter, and that can bring a level of fear to us that can cripple us if we are not careful. So if anyone is experiencing any of these things, but, but Renee, what about you? That, does that sound familiar to you? Or any most, of the- <laughs> most definitely in week one, I found myself eating a lot than mm-hmm. I would normally eat. And only, um, it was Sunday. I say, you know what, this week I was starting back to exercise. Yes. So I did that on Monday and today oh. I'm going back to exercise this evening again outside. Just do some little jogging, jumping jacks, you know, those little things that we can do at home. Yes. But I found myself eating and if I don't manage how I eat, I yes. would continue on that pattern to eat because I'm home and I have nothing much to do. So, you know. <laughs> so, but the first thing is awareness and you are That's, first aware of it. So now yes. that <laughs> we can try to take steps. That's so yesterday, good. I shared a little picture, you know, that was placed on the fridge with a swimsuit. So a two-piece swimsuit and a refrigerator door with a sign that says, hey, you, you've just been in here. You're not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so we do what we do. We need to do in order yes. to stay yes. safe, right? Yes, yes. Um, you know? <laughs> so so I, I, I think... Um, there are two ways people are reacting, right? And uh, I, I, some are more healthy than others. Uh, you know, some can be seen as positive and some will seem as negative. As I said before, I want to reassure everybody that those emotions and those experiences that we described just now are quite normal. What you yes. find is that because, as I said, the normal coping mechanisms have been removed, people are turning to, uh, you know, uh, different methods just to survive because this is about survival, right? So you will find some people using the escape method. So they sleep almost 24 hours. They're just going through sleep. They're in their bedrooms. They're enclosed, you know, uh, removed and withdrawn from everybody. Um, And then you may find some people, uh, you know, trying to numb the 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 pain and so they are probably just losing themselves spending hours and hours just scrolling through social media all day 
and you know, really numbing or binge watching television. So you escape into a different reality. Yes. And while those may be some temporary relief, we want to ensure that all of us embrace some healthier methods of coping, right? So that we, we don't lose ourselves and lose our minds because the escape, the temporary escape is good. But uh, the reality is after this is over, life has to continue. That's Some it. of us have to maintain, you know, our businesses. We have to, you know, we have to ensure that there are businesses to return to. <laughs> we have to ensure that our <laughs> you know our children are well cared for and they themselves are emotionally healthy and coping well through this and that our marriages are preserved and our relationships and you know they are not you know forever damaged because of our conduct during this period so the healthy ways right I have coined my approach to this this whole situation and, and those persons that I mentor as mindset warfare. It really is a war. Yes, that's so the true. war of the mind. Right? Yes. And so I want to reiterate, it is okay to grieve. It is okay to, 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 to just want to enclose yourself and to withdraw. But the fact is, as I said, life, this situation can be um, crippling or it can be an empowering one. And the, the difference is our, how we manage our thoughts. And I call it, as I said, mindset uh, warfare. And what, what is that about? Um, really, it is a practice of reframing negative situations to see some positive underlying outcome, possibility from this situation, right? Yes. Um, a popular one that I have been sharing is, you know, people saying, I'm stuck at home. You know, you, you hear that I am tired of being at home. I'm stuck at home, you know. And if you reframe that mindset, warfare will tell you, I'm not stuck at home, but I am rather safe at home. I am mm -hmm. safe. And yes. so just the language and the thoughts, how we reframe the thoughts will help us to start feeling better, right? So we start every day with some positive. And yes, don't feel that I sit here and I preach and, and the negative thoughts don't pass through. You understand? I fell up at this. <laughs> I need some money. You understand? <laughs> yes. you know, these children are sending me off my rockers. <laughs> you know? This man is driving me insane, you know. Um, and those thoughts will come. But if you allow them to pervade, you know, your whole aura all day, it is going to affect your mood and affect all of those things that you're worrying about and make them seem, those mountains that we are currently facing, seem much larger than they really are, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say to, to anyone who is seeking the survival, you know, to survive through, in, through this period, is to start your mornings by reframing the situation. Some positive affirmation, yes. just telling yourself that, Today is going to be a good day. I am only 
going to try my very best, you know, with these children. Some of us are questioning our, our worth, you know, our, our future, our purpose, you know, even <laughs> our competence as parents, those of us who are parents, you know. I look at my level of education and I, I when faced with my daughter's chemistry and mathematics exercises, I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you question, you know, your, kind of, your competence, everything has been tested now. Yeah, but that's so true. Yeah. At this stage, you, rather than give in to the worry and the panic and, you know, how do you intend to use this time to learn, to grow, you know, and to just, you know, get all that you can in terms of the, the positives out of it. You're spending time with your family. You have the opportunity to do some things that you have never done. And if you're not doing any of those things, just the opportunity to rest, you know, mm-hmm. to reflect. To engage in a bit of mindfulness where you're still and you are engaged and attuned to what is happening with you in your body and your mind and you you know you 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 could sense your emotions and be able to identify them. All of that is important. The book that you wanted to read forever and, yes. and never got an opportunity to, you know, the collaboration that you wanted to do with a fellow entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneur. These are all things that if we tend to focus on, it will minimize the panic and the fear, right? Um, so what else can you do? You spoke about exercise. There is nothing like a bit of fresh air and a simple exercise routine to, to elevate the negative, um, the positive emotions and, and, and stifle the negative one. Just yes. walk around your house, do some stretches, um, grab a skipping rope if you have, you know, if you have a dog, you play catch with the dog. It's just simple little things. You don't need a whole gym. You don't need to be any fitness buff. It is just how do you keep the body working? Just by having on my Fitbit watch and moving through the house, I am getting my daily steps by doing, you know, some chores. Yes, that is so true. Yeah, right? That is so true. So, so, so exercise is good. Rest is also good. We talk about excessive rest. We talk about not being able to sleep at all. But a normal amount of rest is also therapeutic, right? So that your body is restored. And so if you can spend some time in a quiet space, getting some rest every day, that will help your mental state. Thanks so much for chilling with me on this episode. It's my hope that you are leaving today's episode transformed, inspired, and empowered. Join me right here for our next episode. Continue to be a brave heart. Stay blessed.